So I couldn't email it to myself. I couldn't drop it in Dropbox. Nothing. Wow. But welcome to the According Sources podcast. I am your host, Andre Williams. Today, I'm joined by one half of Bow Podcast, the network. I talk about ball all the time. They're great. We love them. Dub, say what up to the people. What's up, people? What's going on, man? Man, nothing, man. You know, draft just ended. Um, I see a lot of Bulls fans are they're being Bulls fans <laughs> about about the pick. Oh, really? The draft happened, and something happened, and something that didn't happen, they're mad about. Yeah, they're, they're being okay. exactly Bulls fans being Bulls fans. What did you think about the um the pick? Did you uh did you know anything about Dallin before? Had you really followed him? The answer is no. So, <laughs> so, so I don't follow a lot of college basketball, but when, it come, when the draft comes, you know, I sort of like hunt down highlights and tapes and whatnot. But yeah, this guy, I was at a draft party with uh, Donuts. You know, he does the bus, the big red bus for Siri Fred. And uh, so a lot of Bulls podcasters there. So that pick dropped. People were like, who? Are you buying the room? These are Bull podcasters. It was like, Maybe a couple, couple, couple of them were familiar, but we weren't that familiar at all. And uh, some people wanted, you know, Easton. He went early. I wanted, uh, was that Ellison? He looked, he looked cool, but he dropped a lot. So they got him. I was like, I was open minded though. You know, I wasn't mad or upset. I was like, okay, you know, I trust you know the front office and what they're doing. They, what they proven. So they've been here, and this is what they said since they've been here, and the evidence has shown that they really value, you know, talent that could pass, shoot, and dribble, and thus Vooch, right? That's why he's not going anywhere because they value that to a to a T. And so when they get, when they drafted him, I'm like, okay, I can see them not drafting this person, that person. And they drafted him, they feel like he has a very all around skill set, right? So I was uh, positive, but then, you know. They showed some highlights of him. I liked him a lot. Um, went home, of course, like like any Bulls fan. Looked at videotape of him in college. Um, watched all these YouTube channels about, you know, the top of the head, talk about him and, and his prospects in, in the NBA. And the consensus is that he is a very good player. Um, and and that his potential is, is pretty high. And the fact that the biggest knock on him, of course, is the scoring. I was looking at it, he takes like five shots a game. Five shots a game. <laughs> yeah, doesn't take a lot. Doesn't take a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, did I read that right? Like the, the, the column, okay, five shots a game. But then I listen to a lot of interviews he's done, and and I see why he's impressive. If you talk to him, you know, he said he had two coaches, and both coaches said that he's the most competitive, you know, on the team. Yeah, I, I can see uh, that. Right, right, and and him talking, he's very confident in himself, which is good. And he he would tell you like he's very confident. I'm a, right, I know my role as a player. Like he's very unselfish, and he said I wasn't there to score. Now, do I think he could score twenty points a game? No, I do not. But do I think he could shoot five more shots? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> if he needs to, I do think I do think so. This reminds me though. This morning, I was uh, I'm a single man, so I was going grocery shopping. I'm grocery shopping, set up like three items, um, chips, orange juice, and. I was getting greedy. I was like, man, I want some cookie dough. I love cookie dough. <laughs> and I'm in the freezer aisle. And there's like, I like Ben and Jerry's. These like used to be Ben and Jerry's at Old Park. It's live around there. I uh, spoil it. It's good there all the time. Where the where is there one in Chicago now? I don't know. But I'm in the aisle trying to buy like a little pint of a cookie dough. I love cookie dough. And I'm looking through the aisle and I see Jimmy Fallon cookie dough waking baked brownie cookie dough ice cream. Then I see Carlo Kaepernick has some kind of weird. Ice cream was just throwing them hot, <laughs> right? Then they down. They had some other sponsors by ice cream. I see like four different kinds of cookie dough ice cream. I just want cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> not I don't all these, want, I don't, <laughs> all these variations. Not all, all, all these variations. So what I did was I shifted my body five feet to the right with two different brands. And sure enough, it was just... Let's kick you down. And I think the Bulls fans wanted all the other stuff flavors that that uh, Ben Jerry's offer, you know, yeah. the Colin Kaepernick raisin brand and whatever <laughs> raisin <Dicks>, brand, <laughs> uh, Colin Farrell, whatever. Uh, definitely right, like tip flavors. We got vanilla ice cream with a hint, just an extra ingredient, which was a cookie dough. And that's what the key is. And 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 the new six seven with a seven foot one wingspan, seven wingspan. No one trades for that. No one, no one trades that in the NBA. Like, yeah. if you're decent, you're not getting that. We drafted that. Yeah. So, like, that's a, that's a huge... You, you, so, we, we, we got the thing that everyone, everybody in the NBA wants. We drafted that. And that he's, he's controlled. Game. Yeah, and he's and controlled. controlled. And he's controlled. He's controlled. Thibault, he's going to demand a lot. He can't do anything on offense, but yeah. he's going to demand a lot because he could guard multiple positions. This kid might be able to do things on offense one day. He might be able to. Like, he can he handle can. the ball a little bit. He got his vision. The thing that I was most impressed by mm-hmm. is his ability to pass the ball. Like, he was making passes in a lot of these um, these these highlights. I know they're just highlights, but he was making passes the guys in the NBA right now probably can't make that are similarly skilled to him. Or built. So the passing, his ability to defend. Um, I know he didn't take a lot of shots, but like I'll say one thing: his shot form is light years ahead of where Patrick Williams' shot form was <laughs> when he came into the league. <laughs> and, and I mean, I mean, so he may be one of these guys that grow into a three and D wing. I mean, he's six seven. I know he's you know he's a guard or whatever, but he's six seven. That guy's playing small forward. Um, he may be a three and D wing because he he does <clears throat> sorry have a good shot form. He can play defense. He's long. He's athletic. He likes playing along the baseline. I, you know, I think like you said, Bulls fans have an idea in their head that this is what we need. This is what we need. But that guy, he ticks off a lot of the the check marks that the Bulls need. Is he athletic? He looks pretty goddamn athletic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, can he defend? Yeah, he looks like he, he looks like he's gonna grow into a good defender as he gets older. He may, I mean, look, who thought Aya was gonna come in here and be a defender like that? You never yeah. know about these guys. So he may come in and just be like, I'm just a good defender because of his physical stature, his build, his long arms. Um, is he competitive? Yeah. If you've listened to the guy talk, I don't think it's cockiness. I think he's just like very sure of his ability. And can he become a good shooter? From what I saw in the shots that he was hitting. And taking in highlights, he was taking NBA shots, sidestep mm-hmm. threes, step back threes, corner threes. That's kind of like that's the shot profile that you want from a small forward guy. He was taking those shots and he was hitting them. Um, and the form looks good. So he's checking off marks that the Bulls need. The Bulls need to get more athletic along the wing. They need more defeat defense on the wing. They need people who could potentially hit shots. He checks all those marks and he's also going to be controlled for the next six years. Like you said, you know, yeah. Bulls fans bringing up Thibel. Uh, I, I just don't want him. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, no, nothing about Terry is that when I look, when I like him. And it, also, him being competitive, sometimes that could be like kind of phony, right? Like, yeah, everyone's competitive. But like, this seems real. Like, he seems like legit, like two different coaches. Everyone who talks to him says, no, it's really, he's really that competitive. And one thing I liked about him is his ability to run a fast break. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I can't stand like I, one of the reasons I can't stand Chris Duhan because he just do a fast break. He yeah. didn't know what to do with the ball on the break. You got a guy like him, <laughs> right? Right. Daly could dribble the ball, handle the fast break, and make the right pass. And like he sees the game ahead. You know he does. We watch the highlights, right? Even though they're just highlights, there are types of passes where he knows two plays ahead what's going to happen mm-hmm. when the guy's going to slip. Right? Yep. Be with guys the slip passes. Yep. That pocket right. passes, and he's making the pocket pass like. We know NBA players that can't make the pocket pass because the Bulls right. had like a crap ton of them. It was like a crap ton <laughs> of Bulls players that like couldn't make like an entry post pass or a pocket pass off the screen, yeah, a screen and roll, or just like a pass to the corner, like things that NBA players are supposed to be able to do. We had a lot of players on the Bulls team that couldn't do it because they weren't, you know, three-level basketball players. They couldn't shoot, dribble, drive. They couldn't, yeah. they couldn't do these things. He's like, they were specialists at these one particular things. So we have to, you know, build our offense around the deficiencies of the players that we had. 
but the Bulls front office seem they're putting together pieces of guys through the draft that can do multiple things. Like Patrick can dribble, he can shoot, he can drive, he can play without the ball. Mm-hmm. This young man seems to be able to do the same thing. I'm okay with that pick, man. Like, I know people are like, why did they get him? But, you know, I, I can kind of see where they're heading and, you know, the way that they're building the team. Yeah. And I can see, I can, I can hear arguments about, you know, shot blockers. But again, we do need shot blocking. Everybody needs shot blocking, right? To a certain extent. But you don't waste a draft pick on maybe on a one trick pony. They saw a guy who could do multiple things versus like maybe getting, the, why would you draft a, you know, a shot blocker to do one thing very well? But you, you get that on a free market, on the market, open market. Mm hmm. Right, you know, they're not hard to come by, but you got a chance to draft somebody's multi skill set. Um, I think they prefer that, and I, I, I can't blame them for that. I can't blame them at all. So, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just watching highlights and interviews, and and just watching tapes and whatnot, and just hearing people talk about them in general. But I think we got, I think we got kind of a steal, man. I think he can, he's he's gonna be a, you know, at, at 18, someone who I think and they think that could be the NBA for years to come. That's a hell of a, that's a steal right there. I agree. That is a steal. And I've read a couple people that said they think he's going to be the steal of the draft. And, you know, I don't want to be a homer. I, mm-hmm. I think at some point in his career, you know, things, all things being considered with the way that the boys are developing talent going forward, I think he may end up being a steal. I like that guy. Um, yeah. Saw a lot of Bulls fans talking about, like, why they didn't get Kofi. I'm just like, man, are you kidding me? Like, he didn't get drafted <laughs> for a reason. Um, he got some bad intel, man. Like, I did not think he was going to get drafted ever, period. Mm-hmm. Like, there was never a point in time I was like, someone's going to draft him because in today's basketball game, he doesn't have a spot. So for Bulls fans, like, why didn't they draft him? Like, this is why you don't – this is why you're not in control of an NBA basketball team. <laughs> they Like, they don't get Bulls to do things. Yeah, you could draft them if, like, the Bulls – the Bulls, like I said, a big – you know, he's nice to have if you're, like – a a team that's ready to go, you know, there's more talented, talented than the Bulls, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kofi on the board, and you got a guy who could do like four more things that he can't do. You don't draft him. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't draft he, that he, guy. He just like how you pass up a guy who could like guard four positions and and do three things and dribble. Kofi. Like, and I, you know, I like Kofi. I like Kofi. I like Kofi. And dunk on somebody. But if you're GM, you can't pass up. You can't pass that up. You know, he's someone someone may pick him up. You may get like a two way yeah. contract or something, but no, you don't draft a guy like that when the way that the NBA is going is kind of like away from guys like that. Like your yeah. big man can't be just I'm in the paint. It's like we don't <laughs> want you just to be in the paint. We want you to do other things. Yeah. Uh, what no did you think? Of... Pass. <laughs> yeah, I know, and no one knows that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you're just down asking for the ball like Vooch, and you're never going to get it. <laughs> because they're gonna throw the ball like the third row or something. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fairly certain I saw Derrick Jones Jr. do that. I'm almost certain yeah. I saw him throw the ball. It's like the third row. Like who the supposed so entry pass, man? Just bounce it in there. He just couldn't. They don't practice it, man. Kenny Smith was like they don't practice it anymore. They like, don't because no one. I mean, you shoot threes and you go to the basket. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, were there any surprises with the draft? I mean, I know you know Paolo getting picked first. I think everybody was a bit. Um, surprised mm-hmm. by that. I think we all thought Jabari was going to get picked first. But other than that, yeah. did, did anything really surprise you about what anybody did? The Knicks? Uh, yeah, the Knicks. It's funny when the Knicks thing happened. So, yeah, so not really surprises. Um, I'm not surprised that Trey wasn't made number one because it's not, it's not, it's a pretty deep draft, you know, one through ten. So, like, to me, you only make trades, and I may be wrong on this, maybe you only want to make trades. If the you know the top ten or whatever, or they're they're players that aren't as talented and and obviously, you know, um, you, you swear you trade a pick for stuff for a certain particular need. All these players need to be multi multi skill set. So it's like, so it's like you're not you know you're not kind of training that. If it, they're not like skill skill players, you know, to a certain extent, right? Um, the next is funny when the next trade happened. You know, we all went, oh, you know, wow, Knicks did something. And then you thought about it, it was like, what the hell did they do? Yeah, they do. <laughs> because, like, because, like, they traded. So they got, what, three first rounds mm-hmm. or something like that? But they're not guaranteed a first round yeah. pick. Yeah. So they basically just like four first, four protected, and then, like, protections, right. like, all these protections on them is weird. Right. So so basically, they, they might just break even. They may just end up one drive and draft the same pick. 
coming in for that. So I don't know what the uh, uh, yeah. They're, so they're trying to get Jalen Brunson. Like that's all. Yeah, but, like, okay, that was the if, main if, thing. It's just like opening if, up space and money for that. But you know, if your solution is 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 uh, moving Kimba <laughs> for Jalen Brunson to win a championship, and Derrick Rose is still better than Brunson, <laughs> you have. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like Brunson. He's cool. I mean, he doing what he can do. You know, he, he maxes it out where he is. You know, yeah. trust me. He's, he's a Tim guy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I can see Tim's loving Brunson. Oh, he's about oh to play my 42 minutes a game. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> have a career year. He's about 21 a game. Yep. 20 minutes. And, and next year, he's going to tear his ACL. It's funny. <laughs> because I remember um, – the past season when, you know, Julius Randle was doing all of the Julius Randle stuff. And me, me and Devin, were on, we were on Twitter. And we were talking to Knicks fans like, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm like, this is classic Thibs shit right here, man. This is what happens. The next year is not going to be like this. And they're like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, 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 blah. And now they want to trade him. I'm like, we know. Like, we've, we've seen this with him. We know what he does. I'm like, he is a very known commodity amongst Bulls fans that actually paid attention. Oh yeah, he's gonna get guys their greatest season, and but the drop off after that is gonna be precipitous because it's hard to play the way that he wants you to play for 160 games. Yeah, very difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. What's up for Julius having a, a classic funny ass commercial? Uh, Nick on the car. Uh, that was <laughs> <Mwah. That's> beautiful. <laughs> That's was commercial. <laughs> okay. I got that for that. <laughs> they didn't find that funny. That was. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's funny. <laughs> the Nick of my car. Like, all right, you got me, you got me, but yeah. But we knew Julie, yeah, even on our show, the day was talking, we knew Julie Randall was right, and I'm happy for Julie Randall because, mm-hmm. like, clearly he wasn't, he didn't kind of find his way. And this is another one of, the, one of those cases where a lot of players in the NBA who don't figure out until they move a couple of teams to get you know, done themselves better and get to find the end game and find a moment where they have to like push themselves to be great. And shout out to him for doing that. But he knew he was not a top 20 player, well, top, you know, he, he was that superstar, superstar, he's not gonna. Yeah. That could build a team around him for years to come and win championships. I mean, like you, you probably should one or two years, you know, one or two years with them being very good. That's it. If you the Knicks ever thought, and I never thought with a guy, I'm like cool to him, but he ain't winning the championship because of Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. He's gonna show you what level he is at some point. That he can't. He's not top top not top tier. He's very very good. And this is this was him at his max. Lost weight, bulked up. You know, this is this was peak Julius. I don't know mm-hmm. if you get peak, and that's it. That was his peak. Yeah. Maybe, you know. So you'll never get that again. I don't think you will. I don't think you will. Think Going to your head. head. Who wins the uh, rookie of the year next year? Ooh. Uh, let me let's see. Hmm. The show's gonna play a lot in the mm-hmm. Orlando. Jabari Smith. I don't know. He did not want to go to Orlando. He did well, not. He did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? They got a nice little nucleus. They're doing good things over there. Oh, yeah. Man, I have not seen one picture of him in Orlando gear. He's like, man, I'm happy to be here. No. Oh, wow. That's bad. Where, where did he want to go? I think he was thinking I mean, he was going third. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that's what he thought. Because everybody thought that, you know, Jabari was going first. So, yeah. It, it threw him for a loop, I guess, because, man, I saw him in a couple pictures and he had that Orlando gear on and he just looked like, hmm. <laughs> like, if that was an actual face, that's what his face looked like. He just looked like, Ugh. that right there. Maybe he, may, maybe he did, well, maybe, well, and that's just like, I was always like, I can't imagine if you met, I'm sure he met with the Orlando crew. He didn't. He didn't. Oh, he, I, I was going to ask you, like, he never, yeah. never did that. That's he never, yeah, he never met with them. Oh wow! So okay, so there's a chance that he may meet him and be like, "Y'all, they're actually pretty cool." <laughs> yeah, know? I hope so. Because they got a nice thing there. They got a nice thing there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I you know, I don't follow Kosh a lot, but I know he could get some tech in Matt in in Orlando. Um, King and uh, Tabari Ruckus, you know, they're not going to win any games. And, uh, I, think, and I don't know who told me this. Chet Holgram can either be Sean Bradley, it may have been Dave who said that, or he can be great. 
Is there really he, a, a, a between with that? Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, he could be really, really good, or he could just be. I mean, Sean Bradley was okay for what he was asked to do. For what he was asked to do. Great highlight film. I think. I think it's silly. I, honestly, I'll be honest. I think it's silly to draft somebody that tall in NBA nowadays. Because like, you're that tall, you don't have a post-up game like that, and you and you did, you know, if you're that skinny, yeah, that slim in the post, skinny man. Yeah, I mean, and then like, I just. Don't know, I, you know. Clearly, he's probably Bradley two point. I mean, he's gonna be probably better than Bradley. No, come on. Please, God, but, I hope so because as a second pick, but, but as a second pick though, you you supposed to you supposed to get a a clear cut superstar in the making kind of thing, and I don't know if he is. What if he's like Porzingis before the ACL? But Porzingis, even Porzingis though at his, at his at his max, I don't think he was ever. He was a star, an all star. I never saw him at now nah, he. Like again, a couple of weeks where I was like, "Wow!" But they, you got to put, you have to do, get to put time in being mm-hmm. that great. And I didn't see from Porzingis like that. But yeah, uh, I'm always going for someone who's not seven foot tall. Am I, if I'm the number two pick, if he's not, uh, <laughs> if he's not Shaq, or he's got to be a superstar. Uh, <laughs> he's got to be Shaq. You a know dominant, a dominant ass center. I was saying he's got to be Shaq. Otherwise, like you know, it's like the '90s one, man. And like especially at that, at that, at that, at that. Build weight, man. He's very slim. That weight, at the weight, and and he, think about it, so. He's, so you average what fourteen points just in college. So mm-hmm. are we saying he average twenty points in the NBA? He can Probably do in college. Not. I don't. I, so why are you drafting him too? I don't know. He does. He does a lot. He does a. Yeah, he, he does. does a lot. He, he does a great, lot. Yeah. yeah, he does a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff. Like he's multifaceted. You know, he basically is like a small four. He just happens to be seven feet tall. Yeah. So he can do a lot of stuff, but it's just like. It's just one of those things where it's like, what is his position in the NBA? Because he definitely can't play center. He's going to get destroyed yeah. if he plays center. But then power forwards are like small forwards now. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have the lateral quickness to really stay with a small forward. Like, can you imagine him trying to guard LeBron? Yeah. There's going to be games where he's going to get bent if she can't play. Yeah. Like, the last up there was like, wait, we can't play him. And do you draft that number two? It's kind of weird. And uh, the Thunder, you know, one thing about the Thunder and the Rockets, like, I don't want any panel winning, but you need to get some veterans in the locker room. Yeah, like, definitely for the Rockets. Definitely yeah, you, for the Rockets. They got yeah, too many guys in that. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm. I've been talking a lot. Vets who like who are, are good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you get veterans, but veterans are like okay, he sees maybe on downside, but yeah, he's still doing his thing. You know, what so I'm no saying? Kendrick like, Perkinses. No, 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 vets. <laughs> no vets like that. Yeah, yeah. Like the Kings have a good, getting a good mix, you know, um, of vets and uh, young guys. But like, I actually, like what they're doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's still a question about um, my guy um, Fox. Can he yet elevate to another level? Does he have that level in him for a complete season? But uh, the coaching, you could, you know, knock it down if you want to. The new coach they got. <laughs> 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 but he did go to finals a few times, so you know he's that bad. <laughs> He did something right, yeah, LeBron James. Yeah, I know, but still, still, he he did uh, he did something right. But yeah, I don't know who who, who he's gonna win over the year. I mean, who's who's the guy here? Like, I'm looking at Jabari's cool. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Jabari, but he's yeah. But is he gonna win down the Rockets though? Does the Rockets have a really a really good record? Can he win that on that team? Would they have a like old kid record? I think so. Because I think he's gonna do so much. Like they like they got a lot of head cases on that team. It just like they just may implode themselves and he may just find himself playing a crap ton of minutes in a mm-hmm. you know, in a position where they're asking him to do a lot. He can do a lot. Like that was the thing you said about like the top 10 guys. Like it's not anybody who's just like this dude only does this thing. He only right. rebounds or he only shoots or he can only pass. It's like all of them can do all of it. And I right. think his I think his game is well rounded enough that if given the opportunity, and then I think there he will be given the opportunity. Um, I think I think he I think he has the opportunity to do it. You know, it's funny one one guy I was looking at Jalen Williams. Um, I just watched the tape of him, man. I like him. <laughs> yeah. Then um, wait, where, who, I can't remember the draft is. The draft feels like it was a year ago. Who the hell? Uh, I think it was OKC. Was it okay? See, man, you know what it was because they got him and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I really do like what they're doing. <laughs> I do. I like I like what OKC is doing. Um, this is going to be a pretty interesting year. But speaking of interesting years, what is your thoughts on the Chicago Bulls 2022 season? Man, incomplete. <laughs> Very. <laughs> yeah, because like you and everyone else, you know, and it's funny because like, let's go back to what was, was at the party, draft party. And was, you know, discussing, you know, um, bigger than your bear. And, oh, you're going to have Zach scoring, uh, you know, scoring. Then you're going to have uh, Lamar. You have Ball scoring. I'm thinking him, like, are we? Because, <laughs> like, Ball ain't practice yeah. in, like, a year. And and Lamar, you know, it's going to go down a little bit. But Levine was hurt. He's coming this season. Uh, can he – he's either going to be at the level he was last year. was very good, but – for him to fill that contract for the Bulls to be great, he has to be better than we was last year before he got hurt. Can he do that? I don't know. So, like, all that stuff is in the air, man. Like, so it's not like you come back. So it's incomplete with me. And, and clearly they, they're still making moves. The front office has to address, you know, uh, like they mentioned before, they want to build around. I forget the exact quote, but um, AK or Eversley mentioned they want to support you know, Vooch. Mm-hmm. So Vooch is, I don't think it's going anywhere at all. So they definitely are going to find a shop blocker. We can talk about a little bit who's out there available. I saw an article recently about people, all the people out there, but there's some people available um, to power position or to help Vooch with the defense. And, we, and the Bulls just get some block shots. Um, also, the Bulls need to find somebody else who can shoot more threes. The ball not doing it. Somebody else has to do it. I don't want Vooch doing it. Vooch had to fill that void. And like, I can't have myself for the I don't want him taking, you know, (laughs) like eight three-pointers a game. That's my point. That's That's my thing. I don't want him doing that. I think four or five three-pointers from Vooch out of his 15 shots is okay. But there was games where it was like Vooch is taking like 10 three-pointers. And, like, I understand that that's the, the shot that's being presented, but it's being presented for a reason. Like, he's the lesser of all the evils on the court, so they're offering up that shot to him. He can't do that. We have to figure out a better way. And, you know, I know it was first year with the entire team together. Um, you see what works. You see what doesn't work. I'm interested to see how they come in next year. And uh, the offense looks a little bit better. I, mean, I know a byproduct of that also was their point guard being hurt for mm-hmm. basically a third of the season. And, if I mean, probably two-thirds of the season if we get into the playoffs or whatever. So yeah. I know that that that's that was a problem that with Caruso being injured for so long and Pat being injured for so long. Like part of the reason why um, DeMar had to do what he did last year is because people were just hurt. Like at the beginning of the year, DeMar wasn't shooting 30 shots a game, like, but we were winning mm-hmm. and we were winning easily and comfortably. Um, so hopefully, you know, that video, you've seen cross my fingers videos of Alonzo and he was working out. He was, balancing on his leg the one leg and you know <laughs> uh, hopefully that's like a good sign like we need some good signs um you want caruso to come back and we definitely need another like another big dude like that's a problem i know that's why most bulls fans wanted the bulls to draft like a power forward a big guy i know mitch robinson is someone that bulls fans are uh, have been talking about for a while i wouldn't mind them picking him up uh they definitely need to shore up the bench with more shooting it's a lot. Like we have a lot. <laughs> if you think about it, like next year, there's no, there's no guarantee that this is uh, repeated. Like definitely, yeah. we'll probably we're going to the playoffs. I don't think going to the playoffs will be the issue, but like the success that we had at the beginning of last year, that's no, that, that's no guarantee anymore. Because I don't know how they plug in and who they plug it in with to fill in the holes that we have. Yeah, especially you look at the competition. These is getting. You know, seems seems you know it's always until the season starts, you don't know until it goes along. But right now, it seems very competitive you know, with Cleveland. You no, know, even though I'm not still worried about Charlotte, I still think you know the ball. Not a little ball. He's a great player, great point guard, you know, young guy. If he's still your best player, I don't think you really. Have to no, you, you can't. You can't win with 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 right. Mello. You can't do Play that. like that. You know, it's cool and everything, but I, I we had him doing pretty well. Miles Bridges um, isn't year. a guarantee to be there either. That's that, that's it's not a guarantee. Yeah. It's very, it's very true, very true. But Knicks, I mean, eh, are they really that good? Then let me see. Watch. 
still watch them doing it. Uh, no, Boston still there. Boston, Boston needs still. You know, of course they should be contenders, so they're there. Um, Philly, Philly, out. Um, Milwaukee, Philly. Milwaukee, of course. So the Cleveland Bulls, will still be good. I think Cleveland will still be good. They'll be yeah. okay. Yeah, and so like Toronto, Toronto will be good. They but they, I think Bulls still better than that team. I still wanted, I still wasn't scared of the playoffs. No, even when that's was. So I was not scared of Toronto. I, I, I did not want to play them in the playoffs because of just the difficulty of just like how like if we were like a three seed or something like that, mm-hmm. I would prefer to not play them because I know that once we beat them, we would have been depleted for the next series, and then we're definitely, <laughs> definitely because they give us a hard time because they just got a lot of length and athleticism. They switch everything. They muck the game up like this is what they do. It had been a difficult yeah. series, even though we would have won. Um, I like what Detroit is doing. Yeah, the uh, yeah young guys again youth. Um, don't have really a, a, a veteran sort of no base, veteran. baseline of like where you're going to be at. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Also, well, the, the name we haven't mentioned, you know, which is, you know, they went back to the brain with the Bulls, is Patrick Williams, right? They even, even want to trade him. Do you trade him? Do, does he reach the potential? What's he doing, right? He's a big ass factor he as is. far as like for fans. You know, I hope he thinks he's just an ass factor. I hope he knows he's an ass factor. <laughs> you are, actually. Yeah, yeah. please. Uh, coming in. Because if he comes in and plays better than last year and and is a guy that we think is going to be, then it changes the whole. If he gives us what he gave us in the playoffs, playoffs, them last few games of the playoffs, if that if that's the Patrick Williams that we get, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. I'm happy with that Patrick Williams. Or, or if he starts off like that, yeah. Because if he starts off like that, like 15 point Pat, then you know he's going. You know he can drop 20 if he wants to, right? Mm-hmm. Then you know that's just going to get better. He's always kind of shown that he gets better throughout the year, but he's never. He, you kind of saw it. Get there. Like, oh, he gets hurt. He can't, he he can't get there. Right. Same, 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 same thing with Kobe White, right? You know, we harp on Kobe, but Kobe had like missing two years of training. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, yeah. like these guys are missing that year and a half of getting better at basketball. Literally, in particular, Kobe. And Kobe, which, right? You know, the only thing that, that disappointed me about Kobe is. You know, he had that three or four week stretch where he played very, very well. And then the All-Star break happened. and He just never returned from All-Star break. And I don't know what happened there with him. Like something, I don't know. He, he I don't know what that was because he was not the same basketball player as he was going into All-Star break coming out of it. So as long as he can keep up what he was doing, like I'm cool with Kobe. You know, Kobe was shooting. He was shooting close to like 40% from three. And I don't need him to shoot 40% from three. 36, 37, 38. You getting that, like, just give me the average. Don't do what you did in the playoffs. It's like you can't you can't do that because you're shooting like 13%. No, okay. So I need you to not be like one of the best shooters in the NBA, you know, 44, 45%, guys like that shooting 40% from three. But I, you know, if you can get to that 37, a stable 37, not the Larry Markin in 37, because you know, the Larry Markin in 37 is like I hit 10 threes out of 10 threes in one game, and then I go one for 10 the next game, then I do three for five, and then I'm one for five. Like, no, I want you to be a stable. 35, 36%. If you can do that and continue to improve on defense and not run into the paint and throw the ball away, like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool with Kobe. I'm cool with Kobe. Yeah, I think we, I think Kobe is that he's a scorer first, right? Like he's not a three-point shooter. He shoots threes. He's a scorer mm-hmm. can shoot threes. And scorers need to, ha- need to shoot uh, shots. And I think with him, he just doesn't know what shots he's getting every game. And I think that was the issue with ball got hurt. I think it hurt him a lot because yeah. he he just he's, he's that type of guy that I think he needs to know. Or any player, any players need this, but particularly with Kobe, you know, if he's not going to get a lot of shots and be a score first, he has to know what he's going to do every game. It can't be sometimes one point guard for a week, yeah. And they don't get like catch and shoots that they don't. They all can you go out the dribble and create plays when one wants to dribble the ball. You know what I'm saying? I think. You'll see a better Kobe, hopefully, if players are more healthy, are healthy. And, yeah. more healthy and better around him because he, the team's better and should uplift this um, the way he plays. And hopefully he could find a comfort. Because it's not kind of fair in a way, in a sense, because he's been hurt and he's been asked to do so many things that he doesn't know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a consistent because, you know, um, sort of like goal every game, a pattern of, of play or behavior, you know, from, from, uh, from beginning of the season to end of the season. Hopefully, you get that this year. 
and he could display what his true talent is and his fast niche, get more catch and shoots, um, attack when it's needed, not attack mm-hmm. when no one wants to attack and you're desperate and he has to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, I think you could fit in very well. Um, and again, finally, finally being able to. <laughs> Have it all. I think he's out. I think he's working out this offseason. He better be. Like, like he thought he's not hurt and can run and lift weights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, and also, you know, like, like a lot of players in the NBA, you see who now they're granted they go team to team, you know, like White and uh, Boston and you know, news plays on Dallas or whatever, or had the Miami roster. It took them a couple of years to find their spots. And so we so, we're, we're hoping that he find his spot with us. Right, or with us, right. Now, he may go to another team and, oh, that's could we want it. But sometimes that's the journey you take it. Sometimes you just have to go somewhere else. To, you mean like Laurie did when he went to Cleveland? Location. And t- well, Laurie's doing the same thing. He just happened to shoot threes and go home and play video games. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, literally, but, but, um, but yeah, hopefully with threes us. with the Bulls. That'd be right. cool. And, and, yeah, and the front office is preached, right? Like, they had mission. They want to keep a family canon. They want to keep the team together to grow, to grow, to grow. To go through these pains and aches, uh, they had mentioned that they don't want to just keep, you know, um, rotating you know, in and out and in and out. They're they're one. They want to. They want Bush and they want him to be. Uh, Bush is gonna be there. Shut up, people. He's there. He's not <laughs> there. Shut up, people. Demar's gonna retire here. Shut up. Ball gonna be here. Shut up. We're gonna, we're gonna lose, lose, get better and better. <laughs> you know, you know, put you know glue around the edges, you know, to help these guys fill in. You know, figure it out. The other guys don't have and figure it out. So. So hopefully that evolves. Be a picture of Kobe down credit if the trade's available for Kobe and right. and you know it's a better player. You, you, make that you do trade. it, <laughs> but don't panic. You know, what I'm saying don't trade him because you know, oh my guy, he's been hurt for half and two and a half years. He hasn't been able to work out well. He had one bad playoff playoff series. Like that's that. That cool. Kobe's not going to win you a championship. Zach Levine being a superstar is going to win a championship. It's going to get you there. It, it can get you. Get you there. That's that's your your biggest worry is Zach Levine. Vooch and Demar. That's I was like, anything else is, 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 is whatever. In the last podcast, we actually talked a little bit about that. I'll go back to what you said about Kobe. And you're right; it isn't fair that, um, and that's that that might have been part of the reason why he he wasn't the same player as he was going into All Star break. Because I think when he came, when we came back from All Star break, that's when Caruso came back. Mm-hmm. But that was like around the same around the time where yeah. he was starting to come back. So. His role did change with Caruso being there. He probably didn't have the ball as much. Obviously, probably less less minutes, less time, less shots. Didn't get the same rhythm. Also, um, you know, I used to argue with Chris about this all the time. And I told him, he's like, because Kobe, like, Kobe sucks right now. Like, well, he basically had, like, shoulder reconstruction, yeah. reconstructive surgery. Like, you have to, he had to relearn how to shoot a basketball because he couldn't use his shoulder for – like four months, like he had to, <laughs> exactly. Like so, it took it, it's taken time, um, but we did talk about like what would get the Bulls to a championship. Um, and I didn't like I don't I don't think we're going to win a championship with this team with Zach. Like I don't think so. Um, that's not a, like an, an, a knock on on Zach or anything. I think Zach is great, uh, but I think that I don't believe. I think that this is like the stepping stone to the Bulls getting to where they need to get as an organization because we've mm-hmm. been a crap organization for so long. We were acting like we were OKC and not acting like <laughs> we were the third biggest market in America. So now like we're getting to that point, like, okay, we're going to the playoffs every year. Now free agents want to come here. Now, maybe, you know, as we get, like we get further down the line, maybe we will win one with Zach, but it might not be with Zach as the best player. It'll be with mm-hmm. somebody else coming in and being the best player because now we can attract people like I, that's it's been a long time since the Bulls have been an attractive place for free agents to come. I know, like you know, uh, D Wade and, and, and LeBron didn't come here, but the fact that they thought about coming here is something mm-hmm. that we have not had for years. So when Lonzo Ball becomes a free agent and the first team that he wants to go to, like he doesn't even talk to other teams. So much so <laughs> that we get in trouble for signing him. You know, and Demar wants to come here like that. Could you imagine that like five years ago that that those uh, guys no. would have wanted to come to Chicago <laughs> Bulls, or that Zach Levine would have even wanted to stay with the yeah. Chicago Bulls? So these are the stepping stones that organizations take when they want to be taken seriously. 
So will we win one with Zach Levine? I don't know. I have no clue. I hope that this next year Zach goes crazy and the Bulls go to the finals and everything works out. But I am impressed with what the Bulls are doing, AK, Mark, what they're doing to turn the team into an actual organization, somebody with some stability, with a culture, something in place that, that, you know, free agents can look to and say, that's where I want to go because they know what they're doing. Like like I said in the last podcast, like KD was not saying all those great things about the Bulls organization for no reason (laughs) at all. He was saying it for a reason. Come to the Bulls, KD. Yeah. They have a, they have, yeah, for real. They have a, um, the Bulls now have a good reputation now, right? So that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the biggest part, right? As missing was, was just being, you know, we, somebody said the Bulls didn't really ask about their front office, you know, because that trickles down when you, when you, when you, uh, fire coaches, you fight with coaches pulling their tasks, and when you don't have a, a good development team and you, and you don't, uh, use analytics. And you have a GM don't, that no one who the hell just believe. doesn't use analytics. Look, 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 look at all those levels. Look at all those levels of of uh, of the organization that don't talk to one another, but they get, but but it's dispersed throughout the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Your development team, you know, the other people that development team throughout the league knows about you. So, can, so it's like it just multi, it just like piles on. But now that's gone. Uh, you know, they they've gone out and it's been replaced with AK and Eversley. And people like them. and it's not and, and now and now people like it. People okay, now I know what that is. That is actually a decent place. You know what's funny? I think I think Billy Donovan is now tied to Zach Levine because I don't think Zach Levine is going to stand for another coach. Um, but you know, I I think that's I think that's what you said. It just goes down to is Zach good enough? Can he be great enough to win a championship after best? The talent is there, and and you watch you watch the the finals. And this is also going to Margaret back with uh with uh was talking about uh beginning um Gobert and everything. So I was like, I don't care what you do in the NBA. When it, in the playoffs, we play good teams. The one thing you must do is score. And you gotta score the basketball. And the reason why and I and you, you break down all the all the stats and screens and the passes and who's the line whatever. The reason why the Boston Boston didn't go to game seven because they, they stopped scoring. Score. Yeah, stop scoring. The best player on Boston did not score the ball. He was guarded by Wiggins. He is better than Wiggins. I love Wiggins. I'm going to credit all the credit world, but he's, he's supposed to player. score on anybody. That's what he was. Curry scored on the whole team. Yeah, it didn't matter. That's, really put on that's the mark. You have to, that's, you want to win the championship? You got to do that. So Tatum next year, Tatum, what he could do, you have to know, you can't let Wiggins guard you. But when Tatum got drafted, I don't know Tatum. When Tatum got drafted, I remember they had an interview with him. I think it was Grant Hill. You know, one of those interviews where he's doing the basketball on the court and he's interviewing him as he's taking drills. I remember, I remember, uh, maybe it's Reggie. Maybe it's Reggie or, or, or Grant Hill. One of them, one of the Grant Hills, like, gave him a question, like, yo, so, you know, what's the finals, man? He said something like, it's the finals, slash shot. So, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? And Tatum looked at him like, psst, take it to post and shoot his fadeaway. Wow. Did he, did he do that? He didn't really do that in that series. He didn't really do that. Yeah, that wasn't. So, that showed. He right, not step, ready. Sidestep threes. Not, not ready. He was scared because he's scared. Those guys So Zach, you gotta be better than that. And Taylor is great. So this, to be realistic, we should be real here. You have to do that. That's I think he can. I think he can do that. I think yeah. he can do that. And you do that whether game, or not, a, a you have to affect the game defensively. Curry plays defense. He does. I said he, that in the last does. podcast too. He, he <laughs> it was like defense. at this point. We have to give him uh, the credit and give him the love for mm-hmm. being an actual positive defender. He's a positive now, so you got to give yeah. him that credit. Zach is a positive. Zach has gotten to where Curry was like a few years ago. He's just not a negative anymore, which mm-hmm. is what you want. Like he's not a negative defender. He's not a positive defender. That's where like that's the next step for him, right? Is okay. I'm gonna lock down you know, three-fourths of the possessions that I play against. Like, obviously, you're not going to be a lockdown defender all the time, but you're going to take, like, these important possessions right here. I'm in it. And that's his next progression. We'll see what he does. Those are moments. Great players, superstars have moments in games and series where they do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you may not do it, like you said, it may not be the all game, but it's like Zach for that third quarter, beginning of the third quarter, you got three steals. And, and and got key rebounds. Like Zach has an average over five rebounds on his whole career. Like mm-hmm. I, I think a fact, I think that's a fact. 
you're six six and forty four inch vertical, whatever. Why you are not averaging more than five rebounds a game, like or four rebounds a game? These four point three or something like that. Like you should average five or six rebounds a game. Go to the boards because if you get because you get the ball, we started with Jordan, Dwayne Wade. If you grab the ball on one end, you could take it you back. Take it all the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at Taylor and all these. The, 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 yeah, right. Morant and all them guys. Morant gets rebounds. They for his height. He gets the ball. And he t- you know what I'm saying? So like, you can put the pressure like, on the defense that way. Right, because you you're the most dangerous man, and you just got the rebound. And now everybody's on you. Now you can just distribute to whoever you want to. You know, if you uh, draw defense in. So man, it'd be exciting, man. If we just see him just take a the knees right. And we did see him take the next levels. I liked Seth Levine first when we first got him. I was so I was so high on him when we got him. And um, yeah, him and um it'd be and it'd be also it'd be wonderful if Pat Williams just shocks us with like a new personality. And I and like I like what he's done over this over this offseason. I don't know if you've seen his videos and the pictures of him. The man. one thing the one thing that I like is that the thing that I've been saying, he had to lose some goddamn weight. He had to lose some weight. And he's mm-hmm. definitely slim. And maybe he didn't lose weight, but he's slimmed down. Like he's okay. shedding whatever because he does not look like his body. His face doesn't even look the same. Like his face looks oh, wow. slimmer. His body looks slimmer. Even like his legs look, they all look slimmer. And that's some, one of the things that I think he needed to do um, mm-hmm. to take a step. Because them goddamn legs are too, his legs is too big, man. Yeah, well, that's the genetics. Though. He has big thighs, you know yeah, what I'm saying? He, got, he had to lose some of that, man, because we want him to be fast, not just running up and down the court. We want him to be fast, laterally playing defense, but mm-hmm. getting the guys. He's already strong, but he always like his. He couldn't move his hips the way he needed to because it's like his his lower body was big. We'll go. I'll send you to some <laughs> of these videos that uh that uh, a few that Dave sent me and some other people. His body just looks different. He looks like a different. He looks different, and his face That's is cool. noticeably slimmer. And you know, this is what happens when you grow up. You, you know, yeah, yeah, baby. I was gonna mention that he's like what twenty? Yeah. He's still growing. He he's still growing, man. and he's still he hasn't. He's still growing. He's still growing yeah. to a man. Like you know, he's still you know in, leaving puberty pretty much. So, uh, so yeah. And with him, you know, you know, like you said, he's always been in shape. So I'm not worried about him working out because he's like always been in shape. Granted, he's young. He can take advantage of him being young. He eat burgers, whatever. But I think <laughs> no more chicken him, parm before a game. No chicken parm. But hey, some weird players do like Mike, 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 MJ, A. Ben Donald every game, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, but that's um, the goat, though. Yeah, I know. But a lot of players eat food <laughs> and do crazy stuff for games. But um, but just the mentality, because I always question. We had Kenny Gill on, Stacey King on previously, on previously on our show. I asked Look at the flex, the guy, the flex. Mentally. No, well, I missed that. Because, <laughs> I know no. I'm messing with you because I was missing that because like I try to get guys in the NBA. You know, don't tell me I can't flex, man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's like I knew him, right? Big Dave worked with the dude, so of course, Big Dave, you know. But um, but uh, but just ask them, dude, because they they did play in the league, and I'm like, can you change your personality? Because he does have a personality. I didn't know you played the NBA. You've seen guys mentally approach the game different ways, and you see, you know, he has one way of approaching. We saw Martin mentally can really change his mentality approaching the game. Like, can you get it get done? And they both they both said. You can change the way you think about how you approach the, how you approach the game. So he can change being uh, from being you know less aggressive to being aggressive and to being a scorer. So I'm like, I hope so because I don't see it a lot from my opinion of you as a fan. I don't see a lot of people changing their personality and all of a sudden becoming scorers when they weren't scorers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but if they tell me it could be done. It could be done. I have the to biggest because they the, seen it. The best comparison would be Kawhi. You know, you want to see him take. A mental point, you know, a mental change in the game. It's like, yeah, this is my personality off the court. When I'm on the court, like, yeah, I'm, I'm at you. And I think, like, them last, like, them last two games in the playoffs, man, like, 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 Pat was at it. You know, he was at it. He's like, I'm yeah. grabbing rebounds, I'm blocking shots, I'm running the floor, I'm guarding the best player. Vooch can't make this uh, rotation. I'm gonna get there before he even has to think about being there and not contesting this shot. He was there. I just want him to do that consistently. Now, part of the reason why I think it's been difficult for him is the injury thing. It's like it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to ramp up, then you down. I mean, you ramp back up and then you down again. So, like, I get yeah. it. But I just want him to be more consistent in in, in that type of in, in that type of atmosphere, like that mindset. 
Like, I don't even need him to score. Like, we don't need him to score all the points. We just need you to, to be aggressive. The ball is in your hand. You don't have to look for anybody else. You're the dude. Yeah. Go do whatever you got to do. Get a bucket. Get, you know, get somebody else a bucket. If that rebound is there, don't watch. Go get the rebound because you could jump yeah, that's over what I'm saying. Right, because we have anybody on that team could take the ball and take it down the court and score. We saw that. We saw yeah. that. Early in the season when anyone was healthy, when anyone was just like running like running. crazy. It was yeah. hiding the defense, it was hiding some stuff, fine, but you still like one of the best teams in the league doing that. And that was like really fun. <laughs> to, it was. I'm, I, man, it was so like I know the DeMar stuff was like great to see, but I was real like the beginning, those first 20 games of the season was like my favorite part of the season with the Chicago Bulls. It's just like, yeah. man, like it is very difficult for teams to stop them. And like I know. You know, Golden State beat the crap out of us, but they won a championship. So, yeah, yeah, they beat the crap out of everybody. I'm not really concerned with playing Golden State yet. But, you know, pretty much every other team in that first 20 games, it's like, man, the Bulls are beating them. And they're beating their ass, too. So, and they're doing it, running up and down the court, playing defense, flying all over. I want to get back to that. I want less DeMar because less DeMar equals better, uh, better for the Bulls. Like, we can't win with DeMar just sitting in the, the way that the team is constructed. You saw what Milwaukee did to the Bulls. It's like, we know where DeMar wants to go. We're just going to load up there and not let him do it. Yeah. And DeMar doesn't have the basket like that. So Yeah, he's not, he's he's not going to the basket like that. You may get a – One straight pony kind of thing. Not one straight pony, but, like, you just know. It's like Chris Paul. He's a, he's a commodity. Paul. He's a known commodity. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When they, brought, when they got a Chris Paul, they took away the, the corners. You know, it's like, what are you going to do now? I don't know. I don't know. Turn the ball what? over and cry after the cry. They cry. The play Flop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 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 So I had like... COVID after. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to let you get it. Yeah. You didn't hear about that? About how they were oh, battling a COVID thing after the season. It's a bunch of nonsense. But I'm going to let you go. But I want to <laughs> ask you a couple questions about some free agents. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to ask you these. I'm going to say these names. And you tell me what kind of contract you would give them. Okay. Okay. Zach Levine. Max. Max Zach Levine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. Then you're broke. Um, <laughs> he said, to you're broke. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Aiden. What do you think about Ayton? What if, they, if it comes to the Bulls? No, just like if if you had a team. Oh, uh, general. This, this, okay, yeah. this general had a team. It depends on what team I had. I would I would I would potentially max Aiden give a big contract. I'm max. Depends on what team I had. I'm maxing Aiden no matter what. because Aiden Aiden, you know, there's a lot of ifs. You know, can you do it? You know, whatever. We all know the questions with him, right? But but as you know, that's the market, and some teams you can't get players like Aiden that they don't yep. they don't come through that door. And you're gonna give you, you gotta know? give them that money to do it. You gotta give them the money. Okay, you're getting a little bit more difficult with these guys. Colin Sexton. Colin, well, hmm. haven't seen he's him worth, play for a year. No, nah, he's worth like what, 18 million, maybe. What you talking about? Like four years, year. 72 million? Yeah. 75, something around there? Yeah. He's like 18, about 18 million a year kind of guy, or maybe a little less. But I wouldn't. But you haven't seen him for a year. No, but I know he's the scorer. His height, I wouldn't give him 20. He's definitely not 20 a year um, because his height. Because you think you definitely win a championship, would not be as great. His team, his team, best player. Yeah, and his team got better when he went down. Let's get better uh, to get down. And it, well, no, they're better with, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, so. I, I would not pay him twenty. I wouldn't, and I would give him a long term contract, uh, that long term contract. So I, 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 I could not. If I give him twenty up front, it'd be decreasing as the years go along. Team friendly, um, so neat. Yeah, team friendly. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not spending a lot of money. We got, on college. Okay. We got three more. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. I think he's. Whew, He's about 20. Didn't about my boy just that. get caught with some weed or something? <laughs> Miles Bridges? Yeah, I thought it was him who got caught with the weed. You talking about um I know, uh, I know, I know uh your boy got caught, but he, he had the three pounds, but that was definitely for personal use. Who's selling <laughs> three pounds of weed? Come on. <laughs> no, no. 
guys, they get paid a lot of money. Have people do this for you. Have a fall guy. <laughs> like, I, don't know, like, I don't know why, but you know, he spends because of something this, for you. Man. You know, this is part of the thing. Like with basketball players, and you switch different cities, and you go here and you go there. Yeah, he spent so much time in L.A. He like, man, in L.A., I just drove around weed all the time. Like I'm not really thinking about it. <laughs> That's why it's important to know the laws of the land um, because right. you are not. Or, in LA. Don't smoke weed. Don't smoke weed. It's bad. For I can't. I cannot pull it over. I cannot say that. I'm probably <laughs> about to go smoke a joint after I'm done with this. <laughs> three pounds? Is three pounds worth in the, in the garage? No, <laughs> no. It's definitely not three pounds worth in my garage. Uh, Cobb County Police, if you're listening, no. <laughs> let's, move, let's move for amicable. Uh, James Harden. Oh, my God. It's uh, hard, man. Yeah, that's a difficult one. Him, him. Uh, I don't think he's proven to me that he can't be the best player and win a championship. It's proven to me. He can't do that. Because he, he, he peaked a couple years ago and he couldn't do it. And he had really issues at times and moments of like disappearing, acting like his kids are kidnapped and literally, <laughs> literally like his kids looked like his kids in the basement of something he was told to throw, throw the game. Like, that's crazy. That was in his prime. Right now, <laughs> he's, he's not in his prime. He's not in his prime. He can't be the best player in the team. He'll be the second best player in the team. Uh, so yeah, he's worth he's probably worth the max. Um is it max years or just max dollars like yearly? Because I don't know if I can give max him... year. I don't know. I can't give him a long term. <laughs> yeah, I can't give he, him a long term contract. He get too comfortable because I can't trust him. He's gonna stay with the team. Uh, so I can't give him a long term. Him and Kyrie. <laughs> like, Speaking of which, I, I, I just I would have more hard on my team. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, yeah, I just I agree with that. I just want my team. Like him and Kyrie. Like I'm never the biggest Kyrie fan. He's a great player, but I that was the I, next I, one. That was the next guy. I know. I know. Kyrie I know. Was was. The last, That's why I was like, <laughs> the last one. <laughs> so I remember I was watching uh, ESPN. Uh, what's college to be on ESPN? Dude from uh, Chicago. Uh, dude that's paid for Dallas. That's been on TV of uh, doing uh, talk shows. Who used to play uh, Beverly? Pat, Patrick Beverly. Oh, Patrick Pat. Beverly. Oh, he said from Pat Beverly. Beverly. Yeah, Pat. And uh, and he was um, he was talking about Kyrie, and he was like, he had about top seventy five, and like everybody, everybody was like, what? Mm-mm. I'm like, people really, really. I mean, there are some really Kyrie diehard. There are. Like, I remember Durant was like, you know, he'll take. I think he pretty much said he'll take uh, him over AI. And I'm like, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, he said he'd take him over everybody, AI, basically every yeah, point yeah, guard. You're insane. You're insane because you and I'm like, did you watch AI? Like, he was the MVP of the league for a reason, my brother. But, but, uh, but, uh, that's what I'm saying. And I think people have a level he's not like we saw him with the team down himself, he was crap, right? Um, uh, saw him as number two, LeBron James, the one in the championship, great, but he's not that dude. No, he he's not. He dribbles too much, he's too short, too short he for too much, and he's not dependable. He and he says weird things. He contradicts us of all time. I don't know where he's in. The the one day, one day when he did complain one time, like the the games are playing too close together, and he's time to rest. When he missed half the season, and no half the damn season anymore. And you play, and you fly in a jet, a billion dollar jet, probably each game. Like, and you complain about time when it's your fault. You that like, what are you? Where is he at? I don't know. I don't want him on my team. <laughs> you know, other teams want him to play and throw the ball like crazy and make you difficult shots that you need to make. You know, it's one thing about being efficient. It's like Clay Thompson, great players, know how to get their shots off without, without dribbling ten times, a million times. <laughs> like, like, like AI one two one two crossover. I got my shots going up. Like, if you're gonna be one of those guys who dribble the ball like that, you can't be six one. Right, and I'm like, that doesn't impress me. I mean, it's great ball handling. You're wrong, but I don't. In fact, you need to do that to get your shot off. To get your shot off, it's not. It's not that. So, no, I'm not a big carrier. I would rather have Harden over Kyrie. Wow. Is that weird, is that weird to say? That I mean, is definitely – Well, Harden's a better player than Kyrie. I think I think people – Pete Harden's a better player than Kyrie. But it's just a matter of dudes in heads. Like, where are they at? Like, in their brain. Like, where – like, Harden lives in two different worlds. Like, it's like it's like the Harden from three years ago came from another dimension. And <laughs> placed him with another Harden. And he's like, what's going on? I'm scoring 15 points in 86. You get like 10 rebounds and 10 assists. Is that good enough? What yeah, do you want? Yeah. I, I, oh, I won, won the championship? Was, is that, you were averaging 37 and 7. That was doing that. Like, where did he go? Y'all swap brains or something? Like, 
Uh, so yeah, them, them two dudes, man. I'm just like, I don't want them on my team. Great players, but you know, I'm just like, I can't. I need, I need to know. I need cost. I need to know what I'm getting. <laughs> if I'm doing a contract, I'm hey. getting this every four years. Every I can't disagree with you. Hey, man. Thank you for coming on. I hadn't had you on. I hadn't had Dave on. And I said that y'all, you know, because y'all be hanging out with the basketball players, y'all were too big to come and hang out. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, no, 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 on Dave's uh, cell phone. They're on my uh, cell phone. No, nah. nah, you, you, going, you going to the Chicago Bulls draft parties. You, you can't say you didn't do that because you admit oh, that. No, no, that's not the podcast's podcast. No, no. That's not the Bulls sponsor. Hanging out with Doug Thonis. You out there, you know, y'all was too big to come and hang out with the Bulls. You're probably in the wrong city there, man, because you'd be at the party. Party if he was in Chicago. Yeah, it's probably true. Okay. Yeah, you would be there. And you'd I, be talking about you touching Fred and all them dudes. Yeah, just yelling at Fred. Got <laughs> <laughs> to keep you guys separated. <laughs> but jokes aside, I you know, I appreciate you coming on. Tell the people where they can find you, where they can get your podcast. Yeah, man, you can find me at uh Ball Sports One on Twitter. A B A W Sports. He's finally on Twitter. It took like eight years. But no, first of all, I've been tweeting. He's been, he's tweet. been on for about three or four years now, but it took about I've eight been years tweeting. Long. I tweet. I might tweet less. By the way, we talk about the summer league, but I'm I'm going to watch the hell out of the summer league. <laughs> I believe you that. Uh, is Pat with Pat? Is Pat playing the summer league? He's I don't know. I, I I would probably try to. I would think they're going to have him at least one to two games. Just yeah, I think he needs to play like some. Him. Right. Yeah. Right. I wonder if Kobe White's going to play summer league. He needs some shots up. But <laughs> but uh, I'm definitely going. Uh, you know, I, you know, NBA. I pretty much just tweet about the NBA. So. Um, and maybe some random stuff. I think I'm gonna talk about some Marvel or DC stuff that ever comes up. But um, but yeah, Ball Sports One on Twitter. Uh, website is ballsports.com. I'll You can find the podcast I do with Dave. Um, Ball on Bulls. We I record like maybe once a week. Once, you know, maybe tw- once every two weeks. Um, just search for Ball B A W L on any podcast servers: Google, Spotify. Um. iTunes or whatever, uh, we're there. You'll find us. Um, Yeah, that's about it, man. Apparel. Um, Tell them about the apparel. Oh, yeah, man. We have hoodies. I haven't done t-shirts yet, but yes, we do have hoodies. So you go to ballsports.com slash store. I'm mad. I missed the Juneteenth one. Yeah, well, <laughs> well we, <laughs> I should put that out on Juneteenth. I'm so mad myself. Yeah, so he's talking about referring to, we have hoodies, right? We have a ball hoodies. They're nice. They're real comfortable. A black one or and a white one. We had a special edition um, Black History Month hoodie. It's all red. That's the one Dave rocks a lot. Actually, I don't have one myself. Need to buy one myself. So that's coming out. Um, you know, doing uh, you know, February coming up. Sorry, special edition coming out. Um, look for more. Maybe look for some t-shirts coming down the line. We'll try to get some design. Um, also look for some more special edition ones. Um, you know, it's funny. I didn't want to do the um, June the Pride one because. It felt like uh, too cynical. Like everyone's just putting their yeah. pad logos on stuff. I'm like that's, I can't just do that. It's like I'm taking advantage of like, hey, mm-hmm. we got rainbow colors <laughs> on our stuff. Like, and it's funny. I listened to a podcast about that. Literally, I listened to a pilot to a podcast, and, and, and a writer came on talked about the exact thing that like, anybody has a rainbow color logo try to monetize this. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. Just leave it alone. I shared the logo on my Twitter. I'll do that, but I'm not gonna take advantage of that like that. But black history stuff, I am black. I will take advantage of that. <laughs> it's going to black people, <laughs> the company. So feel okay buying that hoodie because we're being there. <laughs> Just not that ice cream from Walmart. Don't buy that. <laughs> hey man, look, we, we got cookie. Dough. I don't, all I want to do. I just want a cookie dough, brother. I just want a cookie dough. You didn't want the Juneteenth ice cream, no, red velvet, <laughs> raisin bran, cookie dough with cake and brownies, cow cabbage, fraud it, Jimmy Fallon's on my face on the what? Like, what is this? Like Peter Jerry's discus. So I went to Hagadas. Walked over there. I was Hagadaz. gonna tell you go to Hagadas. Cookie dough. Thank you, Hagadas. And we got the cookie dough. We got the vanilla ice cream, which is great with some special ingredients. Cookie and dough. Now y'all know Dub wants his ice cream very, very plain. No thrill. <laughs> no frills. Just ice cream. But I, I appreciate it. My cover, my, my ice cream. <laughs> no, Tupac, <laughs> no Tupac mural on your ice cream. Like West Coast walnut. <laughs> that's that. what it was, man. It's like somebody graffiti tad and like a wall on Stony Island, man. I'm saying Ninth Street, like <laughs> ice cream, ice cream container. Uh, like, what is that about? That's some of the stuff I do miss about Chicago. But I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you coming on again, man. You know, this is cool. I'm going to have you on again. 
But you guys know where to find us. It's according to sources at gmail.com. If you want to say, oh, hate, send hate mail to Chris, as always. <laughs> um, it's A2 Sources on Twitter, according to sources on Facebook, even though I'm not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> and um, you can find us on every streaming platform for podcasts, Google, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, all of that. If you want, go find us there. Listen to us five times on each of those platforms. It always helps me get paid. So, see Doug. <laughs> I'm Drake. This is According to Sources. And we out. Peace. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.